Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March and... Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Obviously, the Bills, Cowboys, the big game. Bills win at 26-15, and so many questions. I got to tell you, to start off, remember when they went for it on fourth and inches from their own 20 yep. early in the game? 
that reeked like desperation. Like, I got to do something because if I punt this ball and we lose, I'm going to lose my job. I'm, I'm telling you, it just it just reeked of desperation to save his job when he went for it on, on fourth and inches back then. It's so funny you say that because that was my exact thought early in the game. It really means nothing. I mean, I guess in theory the argument is he's setting the tone. This is a new era of Cowboys football. It's like, yeah, this is like year nine, bro. Like, you can't, you can't just decide the middle of year nine uh, that all of a sudden you're riverboat Jason Garrett over there and you're just going to go for it every time. And as soon as he did that, they did convert. But I, I thought the same thing you did, Arnie, is I was like, this guy is a guy that he's been reading the press clippings. He's been listening to all these shows that you and I and all of us are part of because I, I think he was hearing the noise a little bit on that one. And I got to hear from the Cowboy fans, where is it all going wrong? I mean, is it all Garrett? Is Ezekiel Elliott? Is Dak not the quarterback? Um, is Jerry not the GM? Is it all of the above? Is he a bad owner? Um, is it the, the 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 defense, the offensive line problems? I don't even know. I pick, I should be fired. I picked the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. I should be fired for that. Yeah, I mean, this is like the. 11th most egregious thing you've done to get yourself fired in the last six months. But listen, I, I, it's funny because you know you and I do the show every Saturday and we're obviously reacting to college football. We're previewing NFL. And I try not to be overreactionary, get rid of the coach guy, Arnie. But Cowboys score on the first possession, go right down the field. And then basically their offense was completely right. stagnant until late in the game. And so I do feel like that falls on the coach. It felt like once they got off script, it was a team that wasn't focused, that wasn't prepared, and maybe I'm crazy. Tell me if I'm wrong. They did not look interested to me. You saw the Bills after the game celebrating how excited they were to be playing on that stage. Cowboys looked like they didn't want to be there, man. Cowboys were almost a seven-point favorite. They were six-and-a-half-point favorite. They were playing at home. They're playing for their divisional rights here. They're playing to get into the playoffs, and they just laid an egg. They got down 26-7, as you said. Yeah, they got a touchdown, two-point conversion. Oh, bravo, bravo. You're playing at home, and you couldn't do anything. Now, granted, the Bills do have a good defense, but... You've you've got to do a much much better job than that. And sure, what did they miss? Three field goals, an extra point. I I don't even remember anymore. My head spinning with all the stuff they missed. But I mean, geez, they just look awful out there. Absolutely awful. Uh, I can't believe I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no. I mean, but this is the point, Arnie. I can believe you picked them to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, of course, of Be- course. Not not because you're the stinking genius, because they have the talent to go to the Super Bowl. And Do they that- really though? I mean, they have, I would argue, the best running back in the NFL. You mean like Todd Gurley? Are you talking about the Rams? All right, the Cowboys. I'm sorry, my bad. Uh, Todd Gurley's not the best running back in the NFL. A couple years ago, but go ahead. Yeah, this isn't too... As Arnie Spanier says, we're doing the show tonight, Arnie. Yeah, but what you're going to say is they have the best running back, I'm going to say, like the Rams did with Gurley. You're going to tell me they have a good quarterback like the Rams did with And they went to the Super Bowl. And they went to the Super Bowl last year. They're the exact same team. Young team, uh, quarterback on a rookie contract. Everybody else is starting to get paid. They don't, listen, they're certainly, they're not 100% healthy, but it hasn't been like a crippling injury kind of season. So I think you picking them to go to the Super Bowl is totally fair because I think they have the talent to get there. And I don't think they're coming out for these games prepared. If you were the owner of the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott was still a free agent and we said right now, contract extension like he got or you have to let him go after the year um what's it gonna be well you know what i do 
I'd yeah, fire you, the freaking coach because he had 12 carries today. If you're going to pay him like the number one running back in the league, run him. Run him. Don't, I, I know they fell behind. But, you know, even if you're down double digits in the second quarter, third quarter, you have time to come back. You can't get off script. And so you want to say it's on Ezekiel Elliott. He's not performing. The guy had 12 carries today. You're not telling me he's living up to those contracts, is it? We're not just talking about today, Aaron. We're, we're talking ever since he signed that contract. He hasn't really lived up to it. Was it you that said that he's playing like he's still in Cabo? Was it you or somebody no, else? No, it, somebody it else. might have been somebody. It sounds I wish like something. I did say that, it yes. sounds like something you would say. You're definitely yes. going to steal that for your weekday show. Of course, show. I will. I, yes, but listen, I I don't think he is playing as effectively as he has. But part of it is they're taking him out of the game plan. I mean, you go back to Sunday against the Patriots. I know you watch that game closely because you talk about the Patriots five days a week in Vermont. <laughs> they have all these third and shorts. They don't go to him today. I, he doesn't get basically any carries in the second half of the game, 12 for the game. I'm sorry. He's supposed to be the workhorse. He's supposed to be the bell cow. I know you, you like the the gimmicks and the, 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 you know, the bells and whistles. Go back to your bread and butter. I, and, I, I think that's part of it. And I also have to say my wife is texting me, so we do have to give some credit to her Buffalo Bills. Um, they, they, wait, we don't have to give any credit to the Buffalo Bills? I mean, they went into Dallas and as a seven-point underdog. They're now 9-3, and three and they have an outside chance of maybe catching the Patriots. They have another game with them, and then they'll only be one game behind. I don't know who gets the tiebreaker, and Patriots do have the Chiefs coming up and the Texans this Sunday. That's still a strong possibility. Yeah, I mean, we should give credit to the Chiefs or the, to the Bills. You're Bills, right. Yeah. I, I agree 100%. Obviously, look, for, for a lot of this audience, it was basically one of the first national showcase games for them, and you could tell they were excited about it. And so I thought it was a great performance by them. I thought it was a great showing by them. Uh, as Jonas was referencing before us, he said, and he's right, they have an identity. They run the ball. They play defense. They're a real team. So we do have to give them credit, Arnie, but we also have to talk about the story that matter and the stories that matter are that the Cowboys aren't very good right now they're not so we're going to put it on Jason Garrett is there any doubt in your mind that um that this guy will be fired at the end of the year if barring winning a Super Bowl and I think I have a better chance of dropping 50 pounds by then um there's no way they can keep him around he's he's done there's you just can't do it right even if they win the division well if your wife keeps abandoning you every weekend like she has the past <laughs> couple months it might be easy but no listen I, I, you asked me point blank, do I expect him to be back, or is there any possibility? And all I'll say is, it's hard to know because Jerry it should Jones— should be both is the answer is he's not going to be back in. There's no possibility, but go ahead. But I also think that we've been saying this now for a while, and I know they won the division last year, but they struggled. They were up and down all season long. And so, like I said, he's been there since 2010. This is year 10, and so you're asking me, do I think he's going to survive— I didn't think he was going to survive like three years ago. So if you're asking me, I think it's a possibility. I don't think based on what I've seen, based on the information I have tonight, we're doing the show tonight. I don't think he should be back next year. Maybe that changes over the next couple of weeks, but I don't, uh, he doesn't, he's not getting the job done is the point. Of course, one of the articles I saw had McDaniels, Josh McDaniels, uh, the coach in waiting for that Cowboy job, the offensive coordinator for the uh, New England Patriots, because New England Patriot Bill Belichick disciples have done so well in the NFL. Um, I could see why you'd want to hire somebody like that. He should be right next on that list, shouldn't he, Torres? Yeah, Matt Patricia just – oh, no, never mind. I, I, I watched him a little bit today. It wasn't uh, – I didn't write – I mean, I know he had a third-string quarterback, but it wasn't much to write home about. Uh, yeah, listen, I don't know who it's going to be. 
All I'll say is I think there are absolutely guys out there that are available, that are attainable, that could get more out of this roster than Jason Garrett is right now. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
an epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. I work with her at 105.3 out in Dallas, Texas. She's an NFL Network reporter, host of the Boys and Girls Podcast for the uh, Fox Sports Radio Network. Also, by the way, the NFL's 100 All-Time Team Series continues Friday at 8 o'clock Eastern on the NFL Network. You should check it out. It reveals the defensive linemen and the linebackers who made the team. Joining us now is Jane Slater. Jane, um, just after the game, first thing your thought when you're looking at Jerry Jones and you're looking at Jason Garrett and the guys out there, um, it's just got to be tough following this team right now. I'll tell you the uh, response that we got from Jerry Jones is certainly not what we expected uh, following this loss at home. I mean, when you consider their backs were against the wall, uh, that they were 0-4 against winning teams, and they lay an egg, you know, 2016, 26-15 loss. Um, you know, like I said, in front of a home crowd on Thanksgiving uh, to the Bills, Jerry Jones not only uh, incredibly supportive of Jason Garrett, he had tears in his eyes. He was emotional coming out of that locker room, almost as if he felt like he was part of the team. And if he could have strapped on a helmet, he would have, you know, run through the tunnel with them. And, you know, he even tried to sell this idea that, uh, you know, adversity, this is a quote, adversity gives you the opportunity to really write a hell of a story about how to come back. Uh, he truly believed that they can go and win out and go to the Super Bowl and that we're all going to be talking about it. And as this room full of reporters kind of stared at him incredulously and with skepticism in our eyes and with our questions, he continued to sell it. And even one of my favorite things that he said to us was uh, he said, you know, I would probably uh, question if I was smoking something myself. He said, normally I'd say you're really smoking something. Uh, but he said he knows the room and he's the one that okayed that room and put, put the coaches out there and he believed in these men. And then... You know, I pressed him again. I said, their backs were against the wall, Jerry. You know, you gave them the mandate this week. They are 0-5 now against winning teams. Like, what confidence do you have in them that they could possibly turn this thing around? And he just, he continued to go back to you and even said, well, I don't know if I, you know, if I'd inject confidence into this thing is what he said. Uh, he said that, you know, he's, hang- he's not hanging on to the mathematical chance. He's, again, hanging on to the fact that he knows who this group of people are. But I'm like, you roasted them this week. And they, the men that you believe that they are didn't get the job done against a Bills team that doesn't have any quality wins. What makes you think that not only are they going to win out the rest of this month, but they're going to beat teams like the 49ers and the Saints? It's I just, I literally looked at him, and, and, and I think a lot of us did as we were, it was like almost 28 minutes of questioning him, that how can you possibly sell this, Jerry? How, how can you believe this right now? So, so, Jane, behind, not behind the scenes, but obviously that's Jerry Jones's perspective. What was it like uh, in the locker room with the guys? Because, as you said, dejecting loss Sunday, you come home, national stage, it's your opportunity to put that behind you. And if anything, it was obviously a step backward. You know, the, the, I'll say this about the guys. They took a lot of accountability. Um, you know, they are still very much in defense of their coach. They very much still believe that they are executing 
the way that they need to, that, you know, they maintain that their coach is putting them in the position to succeed. These are day of errors. Um, Ezekiel Elliott used the word pissed. You know, we're pissed uh, with the way this is going. Michael Bennett, but, you know, after everyone had walked in the locker room, you know, paint a picture for your listeners, you know, we're right, right outside the locker room. There's about 30 of us, the media contention that's, that's waiting for Jerry. And as people are, you know, coming off the field following the network post-game interviews, we hear this guy just yelling in the locker room. And at first I said, I, is that DeMarcus Lawrence? No, it doesn't sound like him. It kind of sounds like Dak, but, man, I've never heard him yell like that. I mean, this guy's dropping F-bombs. Well, we mm-hmm. later figure out it's Michael Bennett, a guy who's been here for a cup of coffee, <laughs> who is literally rallying this team, saying, you know, saying things like this, we effing lost. I can't – you know, like – like that was his tone, and again, this is a guy who's been there for a cup of coffee. It, 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 it was fascinating to me. Jane, as as Jason Garrett lost the locker room, then have they pretty much given up, or maybe they're just not as talented as we think? Then, Jane, you know, I think all of us are looking for answers. I got the sense that Jerry didn't have the answer to that. The players don't have the answer for that. But it, it's, you know, I will say this about Jason Garrett. And, you know, we do see a different Jason Garrett away from the podium than what the fans do. I've said this over the years. Every time someone tells me that the Jason Garrett hot seat is hot, I always laugh and I go, it's lukewarm. It always is. Never in jeopardy. And it's because the players love him and so does his owner. He is a Jerry Jones creation. And so if Jerry admits that Jason failed, Jerry has to admit that he failed. That's the way... Mm. I look at this now. That's the way I'm looking yeah. at it. But I will tell you that, you know, I've had players both in the locker room and away from the cameras. So, you know, just me and a guy one-on-one, and they will say to me things like, you know, Jason believes in us, so we believe in him. They are very loyal to him. And despite the ups and downs of the season, that doesn't seem to have wavered. And so that's why I truly believe that he's here and why there is a fighting chance that Jason is here after the season. I know that's not what fans want to hear um but i don't think fans expected jerry to be as emotional and as supportive of jason after the hellstone and brimfire that he brought on this week in fact here's that this was one of my favorite lines and i literally just transcribed this so i'll read it out to you guys verbatim he said do you believe in redemption do you believe in redemption i'm a redemption man too so i think you can change to some degree you to who you are. And I reminded him, I said, you baptized Jason this week. This <laughs> <laughs> was clean. And he said again, he lost the game. And Jerry sort of laughed at it. But I, I just, it, it, you know, he had the, this team had the opportunity with their backs against the wall to beat a team they could have beat at home and change the narrative, and they didn't. So I think it's just hard for us that are those of us that have covered this team who I was part of the group that had their hands raised, like, wow, this offense is going to be so different. They have so many weapons. Look at this depth. Uh, this is the best talent. This is the most talented roster they've had since 2014. You know, I think this is the year that's true Super Bowl contenders. They've proven to be pretenders all along the line. And, you know, I just feel like in recent weeks, I've sort of jumped off the bus here because I just, when they've had the opportunity to prove people wrong, they just haven't done it. Yep. I, I was going to say, Jane, real quick, um, 
Is there reason for optimism? I mean, you've done an incredible job laying out the scene, what Jerry said, what the play, but you look at the bottom line results and you laid it out. No wins against uh, no wins against teams with a winning record. Um, it, it, is there reason for optimism? Can you come up with something? Can you spin this forward in a positive way? Or we're now 12 games into the season. Is this just kind of the team that this is right now? I mean, I think that's where a lot of us were at. Like I said, I mean, we've covered, you know, every week it seems like they're they're able to turn the corner on the shooting themselves in the foot, the slow starts, the miscues, the inability to tackle the turnovers. You know, Clarence Jr. four-star telegram said it best, like it's a broken record. It's the same thing every week. And Jerry's response was, well, I, I put together a pros and cons list, and we said, well, what are the pros? Um, and his again was, well, the health of their team, uh, the the makeup of this team, the men that are in that locker room, that you know that, that the contenders could start losing in the month of December, and I just I don't know if that's enough to base optimism or sell hope when it comes to this team because when I look at the breaks that they caught this year, I mean the schedule was tough. We saw that when we got the schedule released, but the teams that they played this year, they they played the Patriots without some of some of their starters and in, in terrible conditions in New England they kept this within four points they look like they had that game they lose it the Minnesota Vikings they don't have Adam Thielen they play the Green Bay Packers they don't have Devontae Adams they play the Detroit Lions they don't have Matthew Stafford and they, they never look like a dom- they never look like a dominant team at all this year Yep. Nope. You're right. She's Jane Slater, NFL uh, Network reporter. Uh, Jane, always a pleasure. Big fan of yours. You're just crushing it. Um, always uh, appreciate you uh, with your time. And uh, we'll certainly do it again, Jane. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Have a good night. Thank you, Jane. Take care, Jane Slater. You can check her out at the host of the Boys and Girls podcast on Fox Sports Radio. So uh, definitely check her out when you have the NFL Network on. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features, like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Something that was interesting that caught my eye, obviously living out here uh, in Vermont, we talk a lot not only about the Patriots, but of the Boston Celtics also. And Kyrie had an interesting quote before the game yesterday, even though they played Brooklyn on Friday too, but that one's in Brooklyn. This one was in Boston. And um, he still doesn't get it, Aaron. He still just doesn't get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously, uh, it was his. It was his, in theory, return to Boston. He's been out with a shoulder injury for the past seven games. Right. And so, obviously, look, Celtics fans are going to do what Celtics fans do. They uh, put up a, a sign that said. Um, Coward wanted what ten thousand dollars or something like that, and just just pretty much uh, ridiculed the guy, I guess, uh, before the game. Yeah, and there was the Kyrie sucks chant. Where is Kyrie? All that stuff, and so he posted this big long thing on Instagram after the game, and the 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 gist of it, I won't read the whole thing, but he says it happens all the time, and tonight just shows how sports and entertainment will always be ignorant and obtrusive. It's one big show that means very little in the real world that most people live in because there are actually things that are ma- that matter going on within it. So you might disagree with me. And if you disagree with me, it's fine. Yeah. 
I think it goes on. It's a lot bigger quote than that. It but we, is. We, it, it would take a, two, three minutes to read the whole thing, but go ahead. Yeah, and but that's the gist of it. That That's basically, it's another 500 words of exactly that. Uh, listen, it's just another Kyrie thing. The guy just doesn't get it. And I would actually argue that the quote that he that I just read is reflective of why he doesn't get it. He's right. Sports are just entertainment. It is just one big show. But it is also a way for the common fan that isn't making millions of dollars to play a game. That's their that is their form of entertainment. That is their form of excitement, frustration, disappointment, whatever uh, emotion you want to use. And so when you treat the fan base the way that Kyrie treated them, you you leave out of town after promising you're going to stay, all the things that happen in between, yes, they're going to get mad because, yes, this is entertainment, and I just don't think he gets it. All right, you're listening to the show tonight. You're already stuffed. You're feeling a little large. You're sitting back in your recliner. Um, I want you to go ahead and tweet on in Aaron underscore Torres. I'm in stinking genius one. I want to know um, – have the fans gotten a little bit too harsh now, or the fans gotten too harsh? Were they on athletes way too hard now, or are the athletes just way too sensitive and, you know, react too much on Twitter? Well, or maybe a combination of the both. But I got to tell you, um, not that I agree with Kyrie, because I, I do think he's a little sad. I think he's very sensitive. And it's interesting that he would say entertainment and all this when the guy has movies and Uncle yeah. Drew and all that stuff there, Aaron. So I find that laughable. But I do think fans have crossed the line. And I'm saying fans in general. Um, I, I think it's kind of crazy when you go to a game and, and hear out about how, how far out of bounds they are. So in the 80s, uh, Lakers fans didn't say Larry Bird sucked? They didn't cheer Larry Bird sucks or Magic Johnson sucks when he came to Boston. Because I could have sworn, I, I've heard and read documentaries where they're calling the hotel and they're throwing eggs at the bus, but God forbid that a fan yells and screams Kyrie sucks. Now, where I do, what I think has changed is obviously, it, well, go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, no, you're right about that, but what has changed is now the fan has a direct yes, that I relationship one on one with that athlete by Twitter, Instagram, um, Facebook, or whatever they can get a direct message to that person. And, and I agree. And I think that that is where the athlete, like, listen, I'm not comparing us to Kyrie Irving, but we do a show every week, and if we took if we took every single piece of criticism or reaction to heart. There are a lot of people that say we suck, we don't belong in the air. When I read every one of them. <laughs> yeah, and, but you can't take it personally, though. And no. so I do agree that the fans are closer than they've ever been before. They have direct access, but... That doesn't mean that you have to read everything, you know, and LeBron James is famously, he, he deletes his social media during the playoffs. Other guys do. And I, and I get Kevin Durant, very sensitive because they're reading too much of this nonsense. And so listen, we all know the truth, Arnie, all these people that are booing Kyrie and screaming how much he sucks and maybe sending him inappropriate direct messages. They're the same people that would, if they saw him on the street, ask for a picture with him. But as an athlete, you got to understand that that's reality, that what these people are saying to you uh, is not reflective of reality, and you need to be able to block it out. Do some of these athletes deserve to be criticized? Do they deserve, um, you know, the, the not the harsh words, but do they deserve the words from the fans when they go to the game or on Instagram or Twitter? Do they, do they deserve that or no? It, it's, it's too much over the line. 
Is there anything that anyone said last night that was over the line? All we, all I, all I heard was Kyrie sucks. Where is Kyrie? I think that has been. Yeah, but pro- also the uh, the flyers they put up too. Which was what wanted? Well, that said wanted that thing. Yeah, exactly. It's fans being fans. Come on, man. Like you know, listen. If someone sent him sent him a death threat or somebody sent him something inappropriate like that privately, that's a completely different thing. But to get mad at fans for supporting their team and then to play the "there's bigger things in life" card, like give me a break. There are bigger things, but. You also get paid very well to be part of this whole entertainment process. Nobody's forcing you to play basketball. You don't want this spotlight. That's fine. And I think that's where my problem comes in is that a guy like Kyrie Irving, he wants all the good things that come with being a professional athlete, which is obviously the money, the fame, the endorsements, whatever. But he doesn't want any of the negative of it. And I just think this is part of it. It sucks. But guys have been booed every time they go on the road for a hundred years and a hundred years from now guess what people are going to continue to be booed Aaron underscore Torres I'm at stinking genius one um not are they more sensitive but are they just not likable the athletes not likable nowadays is it uh, because of the money they make because the athletes back in the day of Larry and Magic weren't making that much money I just think they're not likable because they they say what I think is dumb things like this. I think Kawhi's likable because he just goes out and plays basketball. I think, um, you know, I find LeBron James generally likable. I know that he's had his moments the last couple months with the China stuff, whatever. I think, like, like I do think that most of these guys are likable. I mean, think about it. Is... Luka Doncic's not likable. Of course he is. Is Zion not likable? Of course he is. Is Giannis not likable? Of course he is. I just think some of these guys, I do believe they get too sensitive. I do believe... Are they depressed? Are some of these athletes just depressed out there or what? You know what's so funny, Arnie? I I obviously... Today was calling around talking to my family. Somebody actually, one of my family members just said, do you think that? I don't know if depression is the right word and we're not going to try and diagnose anybody on air. But I do think um, that when you you do get all this negativity, uh, it does mess with your psyche if you let it, which is, again, why I would encourage any athlete, uh, don't read the mentions, don't read the comments, because I don't think it's reflective. I think we all enjoy watching Kyrie Irving playing basketball, and just because people boot him, it doesn't mean that they hate his guts or they want bad things upon him. They just don't like him because he left their team. What about the other athlete? that gets in front of the podium because they play for the Patriots or San Francisco and say, you guys said we weren't going to do it. We're 10-1 and or 9-1 and or whatever we are. You said we stink, and now look at us. Keep saying we stink, you know, and stuff like that. They use that for motivation. What about those type of athletes then? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a little different. This is Kyrie criticizing the fans. Why, if Kyrie was 15-1, and would it bother him as much? I don't think so. I mean, he didn't even play. I I would think that it would bother him because he wasn't even there. And so, listen, I just think he's a guy that, uh, first of all, personally with him specifically, I think no matter what he has, he's not a happy person. And so I don't know if it's depression or whatever, but think about it. He was going to the finals every year in Cleveland and it wasn't enough for him. I need my own team. Then he gets to Boston. Great coach. Great organization. Not enough. I need a new team. Now he's in Brooklyn. You already hear the reports. Uh, you know, One of the other networks reported that there's already friction behind the scenes. I just think he's one of these guys that's never happy no matter what he has. You know, it, it, it's too bad because 
Look at the Boston Celtics. They're so much better without Kyrie. Oh, Kemba. It's not even funny. They went to the conference finals without Kyrie, and now they're off to a great start without Kyrie, Aaron. And I th- this was something that I predicted in the preseason because Kemba Walker's the exact opposite. Is similar type player, but he's a team player. He wants to be involved. You know, he's one that he stays off social media. See, you, you asked about likable athletes. Yeah. I don't think it get mu- get, gets much more likable than Kemba. Maybe, you know, I don't know if you disagree or agree. You're in Boston, but I don't think it gets much more likable than Kemba, but Kemba also isn't out there complaining every time somebody boos him or something like that. Uh, Mason Mahler, again, it says Arnie makes a great point, so that's why I'll read it. Uh, Not only does it seem like the sports world and fan interaction is more, uh, what is that word? uh, Fan interaction is more corrosive. Corrosive and coarse. big word for you. Wow, that's a big word for me. Our society today is more corrosive. You used it twice. Lines are being crossed with great regularity like it's never before. I agree. Listen, and but that is also why these guys have to block it out. And I hate to say it, but Arnie, we get mean stuff sent to us every time we do a show. And if every time we took to heart people saying that we suck or we don't know what we're talking about or our opinions are awful... Like we couldn't come on air, and so I'm not saying that everything that a fan says is okay, but I am saying that if you're a guy like Kyrie Irving, you got to learn to just not pay attention to it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury: the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. 
three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. 